Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Manning takes the knee and the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I told you Darren Ruff was irrelevant, but there's a lot to get to today, and we got five hours to do so. We could get into the Knicks and their big performance with Emmanuel Quickly, who was dominant last night. He is part of the big three. Forget R.J. Barrett. Emmanuel Quickly is going to be the guy. We'll get into the Knicks uh, in a little bit and you know discuss how you know their playoff odds stack up and all that stuff. And you get the locals with hockey, a big win for the Islanders as we look ahead to the playoffs there. And look, Aaron Rodgers continues. You know, we wait uh, on the story. We hear from both general managers, whether it's the Packers GM, whether it's Joe Douglas. And to me, the more intriguing thing is Odell Beckham Jr., which we will get to. But I do want to start with the baseball. I, I don't know about you, but for me, Major League Baseball season opens up on Thursday. It is now officially Tuesday here on The Fan. That uh, You do the math. Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, a couple of days away from opening day, and that is what's on my mind. And... With the Mets in particular, and we'll get into plenty of the Yankee stuff. We mentioned, you know, we did the show last night, Monday morning, and started the show with Volpe and that great story and got into the bigger question marks with the Yankees with Luis Severino and the lad issue where the Yankees are missing three-fifths of their starting rotation going into the year. That's got to be concerning. But today, and we'll, like I said, we'll take your calls on the Yankees. Really, we'll take your calls on whatever. And by the way, I heard there were some issues with the phones over the weekend or even tonight. Phone, look. Here's the deal. Phones aren't working. I'm leaving. Figure it out. Run the, run the networks. I'm not, I'm not sitting here for five hours talking to myself. Well, that's the deal. But I do think the phones are back and working. So test them out at 877-337-6666. The Darren Ruff stuff is funny to me. Because there's always going to be a focal point for the fans. A whipping boy, so to speak. Somebody that the, the fans are going to just... Have it out for, and not for no reason. I mean, obviously, it's with good reason. Darren Ruff was brought here last year to be the right-handed version of the DH to compliment Daniel Vogelback, who was the lefty DH. And Darren Ruff didn't do anything. And it's a big part of the reason why the Mets struggled was you know, their offense, while statistically it may have said that they were a top-five offense, reality showed you that they were not. They didn't have that power that the other top teams had and can wreck games. Not that you need to be loaded with power. You want to have balance, and the Mets have some balance in their lineup. 
and this is obviously much more about uh, you know the whole team than it is about Darren Ruff, but Ruff is just a launching point here. So they didn't have that power, and they tried to get it in a smart way with looking at the numbers and analytics for Daniel Vogelback, looking at Darren Ruff, a guy who historically mashes left-handed pitching, you know, what J.D. Davis was supposed to do, what Darren Ruff has done in his career prior. And he didn't do it here with the Mets. And you combine that with the lack of production the Mets got from, whether it's left field, whether it's third base, whether it's catcher, you know, their DH spot was no good. You're talking about three, four spots in that lineup that gave you nothing as far as power goes. And coming into the year or going into the offseason, you knew that they were going to need to upgrade in that department. And they knew that they needed to upgrade in that department. That is why they went out there and tried to get Carlos Correa. That is why Steve Cohen said that that was the missing piece. We've now added the missing piece. And obviously we know that that fell apart. Okay, fine. But the Mets did not add that back. And... You know, fans are frustrated with, I think, that, with the fact the way that the year went last year. And looking at this roster with a guy like Darren Ruff on it, potentially, drove fans nuts because Ruff was one of the bad signs of last year or one of the bad marks on last year. Now, I think it's wrong to put the focus on Darren Ruff. As I said, he's irrelevant. And now... He really is irrelevant. We were saying this this morning, and now obviously, you know, you wake up to. Uh, I went to bed yelling at callers. We were yelling back and forth about the relevancy of Darren Ruff and telling everybody to calm down. Then I woke up to the news that the Mets have released Darren Ruff. I mean, really, much ado about nothing. He's irrelevant. He didn't get the job done, and the Mets showed you once again as an organization that things are different now, where they're not going to force feed you just because guys are getting paid, whether it's Robinson Cano a year ago whether it is Darren Ruff this year, and it's less about the money with Ruff than it was about Cano, and more about the trade that Billy Epler made to bring Darren Ruff in, you know, giving up a bunch of players to bring in Ruff. Is he going to admit a mistake and move on from a guy who was not productive last year and did nothing in the spring? By the way, you could argue, and I really think a big part of this is not even his lack of productivity in the spring, nor do I think it's from last year. I think it's a combination of that plus the fact that Ruff is not 100% healthy. There were issues with the wrist. They're not sure he's 100% healthy. That's why they made the decision. Everything, everything in total, the fans complaining about him, lack of production, and the fact that he's not healthy, that is why Darren Ruff is no longer here. But it's a good thing for the Mets because it shows you that they're not messing around here. They're not just going to stick with a guy and force feed him. Now, The other part of the equation is fans are frustrated because they want one of the younger guys up there. Want one of the younger guys to contribute at the big league level. Whether that is Beatty, Vientos, obviously Alvarez, you know, didn't do much this spring and they're not going to bring him up. They want him to get ready to catch. But I was surprised that they released Ruff without Vientos being the replacement on the roster. Instead, they go with Tim LaCastro and maybe that says something about the health of Brandon Nimmo as he got banged up, you know, what was it, last week or two weeks ago now, um, in that spring training game on the Friday night in Port St. Lucie. So Nimmo, though, sounds like he's going to be okay to go for opening day, but maybe it's a situation where he doesn't play as much center field. He'll play, you know, help DH a little bit 
And then you have LaCastro play center or whatever. They could figure it out. Maybe Tommy Pham. But the Mets lineup, and this is why fans are also clamoring for some of the young guys. The Mets lineup is not good enough. And for all the talk about World Series this, World Series or bust, highest payroll, yeah, that's fine. You know, part of the payroll is dead money. Whether it's, you know, Robinson Cano, whether it's Edwin Diaz. Part of it is, and I know they get refunded for that, but that counts toward the payroll for Diaz. So it's not like all that money that they spent is going into that lineup. The other thing is they spent $40 million each, roughly, on Verlander and Scherzer. That's this team's strength. You know, the unfortunate thing for the 2023 Mets before the season got started, they took a major blow in what was an area of strength. They are built to pitch. Verlander, Scherzer, Diaz, those are the big three. You know, obviously the first two atop that rotation and the last guy in Diaz closing out these games. And now Diaz is not there. So now, to me, when people say, okay, well, how do you go replace Edwin Diaz? And the obvious answer is you don't because there isn't a closer out there. There isn't a reliever out there that can do what Edwin Diaz did a year ago. So the answer for me is you replace Diaz with power. Your bullpen is going to be what it is. I mean, maybe they will add an arm at the trade deadline or in season. And I have faith that they will. Now, what caliber of an arm? Who knows? Is it the top, top guy? One of the top guys out there? Maybe. Probably. But whoever it is, is still not going to be Edwin Diaz. So the only way you can really make up for the loss of Edwin Diaz is power. The Mets need to add at least one power bat. I know Mark Canna has talked about adding power to his game. Omar Narvaez should provide the Mets better offense, if not power, but just better offense in comparison to what James McCann did a year ago when you have you know an upgrade now, a catcher with Narvaez. Eduardo Escobar, he's a guy that could hit with, some, hit with a little power, as you saw down the stretch. And if he's a guy who could hit 20-plus home runs at third base every day, that'll be part of the solution for this team. But they need a power bat. And really, their season, you know, to get going for a team that is that has had the expectations of World Series or bust put on them, right or wrong, for a team that has those expectations, they're not there. They're not that loaded. They're good. They're not that good yet. So this team that we see, now minus Darren Ruff, much to the joy of Met fans everywhere, Now what? So now that Ruff is gone, after a bad year last year, after a miserable spring, now what? And this kind of plays to my point about Ruff being irrelevant. It's not like the Mets got better by releasing Darren Ruff. He was a non-factor. He wasn't going to be a factor if he were healthy, if he were on the roster, and obviously he's not going to be a factor now. So now what? What do they do with that lineup? And that's why it's going to be kind of a waiting game where the first month, first two months of the season, going to be kind of feeling it out and seeing what they have. Maybe Vientos gets a call. He is clearly the closest to being big league ready in comparison to Beatty or Alvarez. Maybe he gets a call at some point relatively soon. 
Maybe they wait to the trade deadline. Maybe they, you know, wait a couple of months in to bring somebody. Who knows when the call-ups are going to come or when the changes are going to come. But for now, you're looking at a team that is good, but not good enough. And a team that's far from complete. You know, some teams are built to be complete going in to the season. And things change throughout. Injuries happen. Guys don't perform. And then you have to go out there and make adjustments at the trade deadline. Generally, that is the case with the New York Yankees. Not this year, but generally that is the case with the Yankees. With the Mets, even though they have the highest payroll, they are not a complete team. Far from it. The good news is they know it. And the even better news is their owner is going to do everything in his power to change it. So the big, or or add to it. So the biggest question becomes, how will this team get out of the gate? And how will they perform early on? Will they be good enough? Will they be healthy enough to be one of the top teams and be within striking distance? Maybe not that different from 2015, where they were hanging on, hanging on, hanging on, hanging on, and then boom, make the trade for Cespedes, call up Conforto, or vice versa, call up Conforto, make the trade for Cespedes, whatever. And then they took off. So don't look at the roster right now and think that this is the team that the Mets are going to run out there and try to win a World Series. They will improve it. Just a matter of when, and obviously a matter of them keeping it together here, which, I mean, I don't think many people doubt. But if they have another injury on top of what happened with Diaz, you know, sometimes you just say, you know what, it's not our year. Maybe a step back to take, you know, two steps forward next year. But they will improve. Their roster will change, and it will look different at some point in this season. Because right now, it's just not good enough. 877-337-6666 is the number to call. Opening day now, just two days away. Yankees are all excited about Volpe. Who cares about the pitching for now? You know, we talk about the roster not being complete at this point. Well, there will be changes made for the Yankees. They're much deeper and more loaded offensively than the Mets are. But there will be changes there. As well, whether it's guys coming back healthy eventually, whether it's them bringing in players, we expect that to be the case with the Yanks. But it is still fun to get excited about opening day, isn't it? The games in April may not mean everything or may not appear to mean everything, but hey, everyone counts. And even if the regular season is diminished or devalued to a certain extent, you still these Yanks, Mets, tough divisions, and you're still going to have to win 90 plus games. That starts now. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 